It's the truth on WTMJ with Dr. Ken Harris. And the week following that is Super Bowl. Correct. So I'm not going to be here. I'm just telling y'all now I'm not going to be here. I'm going to be watching the Super Bowl. Chilling. The truth on TMJ with Evan with Allison. There you go. There you go. I mean, do it. Do it. Go for it. Do it. Do it. I'm serious. Live from the Annex Wealth Management Studio at the Avenue, here's Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ. I'm like the guy that announcer said who was me and Evan is there and we've got news from Jack Grau tonight and <clears throat> I think I'll just sit here and do play-by-play of the All-Star game. That'll last uh, about 24 seconds and then we'll get back to <laughs> <laughs> we'll get back to the show. Hey, good evening and welcome. It's been a little bit. Um, great to be here. Um, Denise Thomas is on assignment, so I'm hanging out here. Oh, by my, where, where's my video? Right there on YouTube. So check us out. Um, I mean, just just put me on YouTube, and then can you you can set YouTube to do the the closed caption, right? So you can. You can just set it to closed caption. You'll just like see my mouth moving and little words pop up or something like that. So, 855-616-1620. I'm, I'm, I'm going to use this time. I'm going to use this uh, day to call it Pop-Off Sunday. So I got a lot of stuff that's on my mind and a lot of things that are on my um, tongue and I'm and I'm and I'm trying to find out whether or not, uh, for those of you who are not basketball fans, I want to know what you think. So I may as well just say it now. I'm going to be talking about some things that are that are that are personal tonight. Um, simple things about cars and motorcycles and scooters. I don't know if I asked that question here, but well, you tell me. If mandated, would you buy a car that's electric? Would you buy an electric car? Would you literally go out and buy an electric car because there were no other cars to buy? Gotta love it. (laughs) <laughs> so <clears throat> I, I, I got to tell this story sidebar. So, so we got this weird thing where our TVs are telling us there are too many devices using YouTube. So what does that even mean? When you sign up for YouTube. So I guess I'll have to use, I'll use the internet. I'll No, I'm just kidding. Um, getting back to my topic. Would you buy a car if it was mandated? I mean, granted, the EPA and the Biden administration issued the, 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 the standard that by 2032, 67 and a half U.S. cars need to be electric. Well, hopefully, but it's not looking that way. By that time, I'll be in the 70s range, right? I hope to still be driving. I do. 
I hope to still be driving and going around and doing things. But at some point, at some point, I don't I don't know if driving an electric car is something that is important for me. First of all, number one, let me be totally transparent. I don't like electric cars. I don't like them. There are too many issues with them. One of a couple of the cities had buses that they said, we're going to buy electric buses. And they bought electric buses. And that, that was my voice of the person saying they were going to buy electric buses. And, and, and the electric bus ends up like catching fire. And if you know anything about electric cars, they actually, when they burn, it gets so hot, the battery, that they have to put a blanket over it to cool down the fire. So they could put water on it because what they use for putting out fires won't put out. Technically, I guess you could call it an electric fire, but the battery would be burning. That's one. Number two, charging stations. They got like one hundred and seventy seven thousand, something like that, close to two hundred thousand charging stations. What they need is 2 million charging stations just just to kind of get up and cover the amount of cars we have in America. The grid can't take it. The grid can't hold all those cars and charge them all at the same time. And depending on the state you're in and where you live in America. So on top of all that, in Wisconsin, it's cold. So when it gets cold, your electric car is, from what I'm understanding, useless. People are trying to charge them, and they charge them. It's like if a battery gets cold, right? If a battery gets cold, you really can't use it. So what? What are we? What exactly are we doing? And so, is the other thirty-three percent of cars that aren't electric in the Midwest or the Northeast? I don't know. And, and it gets cold in every state. So if you live in the wrong part, for instance, Arizona, they have mountain areas. So if you live in those areas, there's snow. It's cold. Would you have an electric car? 855-616-1620. Would you drive an electric car today knowing all the things that you know about an electric car? They, they, they can get cold. You got fires. You don't have any chargers. And when I want to go somewhere, you know, if I run out of gas, I literally just go to a gas station and fill up. Now, will I save money? Sure. But I'm really just transferring that cost from the gas station to the electric company. I may not pay as much, but. I don't even know how long the car holds a charge. So 855-616-1620. If mandated, will you buy an electric car? Welcome back to The Truth on WTMJ. You're not supposed to play music that I can stand up and dance to. Come on. I'm on YouTube. They don't want to see me dance. Hey. 
You're listening to The Truth on TMJ, 556-1616-20. Ron, oh, I did it again. No, wait, 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 wait. 855 I did say the right number. Hey, Ron, how are you? Good. How are you doing tonight? Thanks I'm, for having me on. All right. Um, one of my family members has two electric cars. There's pros and cons, but I'll just give you the cons. Uh, number one, if you plan on plugging it in in your garage, you're probably going to have to have an outlet wired in there, which is not cheap. Number two, when you drive an electric car in the winter and you have your lights on and your heater and your radio, uh, it consumes a lot more power than during the day. And uh, number three, you can most of them you can only go about 240 miles, 260 miles. And the fourth thing is you say, well, I just have to pull into a charging station. Well, what if you're in a hurry and you're traveling, you pull into a charging station and there's three cars ahead of you? Well, how long does it take to charge it? Uh, I, I believe it's about a half an hour, depending on how low it is. Uh, my daughter, when she lived with me, she charged it overnight. She just plugged it in my outlet in front of my house, which happened to be uh, heavy, heavy duty. Uh-huh. Outlet, so there was no problem there. But I'm just concerned that what happens if you uh, um, are out, say you're out in Arizona and you're in the desert and you're running low. Um, it's pretty desolate out there if you run out. Well, I don't, I don't know if you can, like, can you drive it from... From like Arizona, like from Phoenix to Vegas, I doubt it. Yeah, no, you can, but you what what she has is a map, and it comes up on her dashboard, and she can see where the next charging station is. So she can look and say, "Well, okay, I can go 250 miles. Um, this particular city is 200 miles. I'll charge in that city." But you can't, you know, like I live in Sheboygan, and if I want to drive to Florida, I can drive to Florida and go 500 miles and pull in a filling station. Um, when you have an electric car, you're going to be stopping a lot more. To charge, so and you can you can conceivably add a day to your trip by driving. Probably, too far. you know, if you're looking uh, thirteen, fourteen hundred miles from here to Orlando, yeah, you can you can add some time to it. Also, if you pull in a motel, you hope that they have an outlet that you can charge while you're sleeping. Wow, some are free, some charge. The the worst thing that I heard of on, on uh, news media is that the different manufacturers have different outlets at their charging stations. And I don't know if you've heard this, but they say it's true. So, so they're so, doing they're doing outlets the way they did iPhones when they came out, right? That every every right. different and, phone had their own different type of charger. Right now, our, our um, festival gas station in Sheboygan has like five charging stations, which is nice. But what if your car doesn't adapt up to it? Well, don't you think they would come out with some mandate that said all the cars have to be able to be charged? I mean, well, we we do it for gas. Right. I think it would be nice. In fact, I think <laughs> the public is going to, they're going to demand this in the future. You can't have an outlet for five different manufacturers, you know, different, different it's not going to work. Well, how about I just not have any more electric car? I mean, what what are some pros of an electric car? The pros are they're very quiet. I drove in hers. The acceleration is phenomenal. She accelerated up the ramp onto the interstate. And I could not believe how fast they are. Um, you know, and then you're not buying gasoline, but you're kind of swapping the money for electricity because when you charge it at home or you go to one of these stations, you have to pay. They're not free. You think we'll ever have electric trains or electric um, airplanes? Well, they claim to have electric semis, and uh, I think in the city of Sheboygan we have some electric cabs, and they're talking about electric. In fact, when we were in Florida, 
we, were, we got on to go to the airport. We were on an electric bus. It was great. All of a sudden, it started raining, and the bus started chugging. Just as a couple of years ago, the bus driver pulled over, and I said, what's wrong? we got to get to the airport. He says, oh, he says, it's not good in wet weather. Now, that was a couple of years huh? ago. That was a big bus, you know, a Florida in, in Fort Myers, and uh, kind of surprising. We made it to the airport, but we were kind of hoping that, you know, it wouldn't stall. So if you had to vote right now, Ron, would you vote for an electric car or against an electric car? I would vote against it until they perfect them. All right. Thank you much, Ron. Appreciate it. Okay. Have a good evening. Take care. 855-616-1620. I'm... I'm kind of with Ron. I'm, I don't even I don't even want them to be better. I just don't want electric cars. Let, let me I'm going to just be honest. I do not want an electric car. I know people that bought electric cars, but they bought used electric cars. So what do you do? And how much is your insurance? Like, hey, we got to replace the whole battery. Those things are like what? A thousand pounds. You can't just roll in up. Like, do you even have a. Um, one of those hydraulic jacks that can, like, it's too much, too much. For me, I say no. But then again, but then again, with Milwaukee talking about they want to come up with uh, automatic traffic cameras, um, what what will that do to electric cars? Will it matter? Or will I just zoom through the light? You'd be unable to, to, to see me, you know, just accelerate and go i don't know when we come back milwaukee is once again talking about traffic cameras but i don't know what good that would do but we're going to talk about it you're listening to the truth on tmj welcome back to the truth on wtmj so here's the thing if i rule the world i would not have electric cars that's exactly what that's exactly what I would do. Eight five five six one six one six twenty. Thanks, Ron, for your um, great information and comments. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know if I would travel with family members if I had an electric car and they wanted to go. Hey, let's go to Chicago. Okay, we can go to Chicago. Hey, let's go to Michigan. Nah, nah, because we're talking a five hour trip is now going to turn into. Well, I don't know if you're in Sheboygan, it's a six hour trip. Yeah. And then you show up and there are like eight cars in front of you. Like, oh, no. And and if you don't have one of those high-powered, high-speed chargers, you're just kind of like, can I, can I get a couple hours out of like 20 minutes or something? I don't know. And how long is a car? See, I guess it depends on how fast you drive. Well, I, no, it shouldn't depend on how fast you drive. But then you can't have things going. Like, even if you had Bluetooth connected to your car to listen to the radio, you'd be using up power on Bluetooth. So I, headlights, radio, and heat. Yeah, you need an electric car where it's warm outside. Need it. So M- Milwaukee has thrown this idea out once again to say that they want automated traffic cameras. I don't trust automated traffic cameras. Um, did they rule the one in Chicago unconstitutional or something? Or they had some issue in Wisconsin. I'm sorry, in Illinois, where they, they, uh, you know, would, they were sending. Like I remember once, 
I drove in Chicago and I went through a light. While I was in the intersection, the light turned yellow. When I got to the other side, it was red. And they sent me a ticket. And it was like, your ticket is like a hundred and something, whatever dollars. And if you don't pay it, 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 it goes up to this amount. And I went, what? When did I do this? Luckily, I called them and they said, well, you know, you can come to court or you can this or you can that. And I said, sure. Then all of a sudden I got a letter saying that, hey, there was a lawsuit. And so all these tickets are being thrown out. So what do you use automated traffic cams for? A collection of Milwaukee elected officials are again calling on the legislature to allow the city to use automatic traffic enforcement cameras to cite drivers who run red lights. I got a problem with that. Because if I'm in the intersection and the light turns red, that camera's going to say, you're in the intersection, therefore you get a ticket. And I think that's, what's, what's a good word, balderdash? That's garbage. That I would get a ticket for driving. The use of automatic traffic cameras forbidden under state law is something Milwaukee County Executive David Crowley has been pushing since 2017. This is from JS Online. When a state representative, when as a state rep, he introduced legislation to create a pilot program. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. No way. Do we need traffic, automated traffic cameras in the city of Milwaukee? 855-616-1620. I think it would chill draft driving because who's going to get the ticket when we come back. I want to, I want to talk about how that looks when the legal driver and the illegal driver gets seen on an automated traffic camera, because there are things I can do to my car. And there are other things I can do. I probably shouldn't say this in public, should I? Um, (laughs) There are things you can do to your car. And I'm going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about that. I want to know whether or not we should even do it in Milwaukee. 855-616-1620. I'm going to tell you after the news exactly what you could do to defeat the automated traffic camera. And it's exactly what people are doing today. They're actually able to defeat it for very specific reasons. And so there's one where people said, no, if you do this, you'll get them. But there's even a way to get around that. Back to the truth on WTMJ. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ. Dr. Ken Harris, Denise Thomas is, is, is on assignment. And I'm here pushing whether or not, you know, I should probably, like, hit the, uh, kind of makes sense to turn on the talking text line so I can actually see what people are actually saying and saying, talking and saying, they'd better, <laughs> okay, um, somebody on the talking text line, I'm sure they're talking about the uh, cars. They'll be better when the technology improves. For now, they'd be great as a second car for local trips. That is true. That is very true. So my goal is to buy a used 
electric car if I'm going to buy one and then keep it local. And then when I travel, either rent a car. I'm telling you, if I go to a city and rent a car and it's an electric car, I'm going to be mad. Like I actually tell them because, uh, you know, some places have that. Hey, you could pay two hundred and eighty five thousand dollars to rent a car for the weekend or I'll give you one for one hundred and fifty bucks, including taxes and everything. You go like, oh, really? That's great. But it's a mystery car. Like what? It's a mystery car. You get what you get. I went out west one year and got the ugliest SUV I've ever seen. The other one I I drove, I can't remember the name of it. It was the ugliest little box car. Um it looked it it I probably shouldn't say that on there. It looked like a coffin on wheels. It was a terrible car. And it was an ugly car to the point where <laughs> It was a rental, but I was embarrassed driving it. Like people were looking at me like, that's an ugly car. You driving that car? Um, but they would they would give you a mystery car, right? You know, if you want if you want to pay this, we'll just give you whatever's on the lot. What that really means is that the car that the the car that fewer people rent, that's the one we're gonna get. One year they gave me a pickup truck. A four door pickup truck and i'm like well what am, what am i gonna do with this and the problem was where i was going was about an hour matter of fact i was in philadelphia and i was driving to delaware to dover as a matter of fact and it was too far so i couldn't because you can't fly into dover so i had to actually rent a car and they gave me a pickup truck and i thought hmm i think i paid more for gas than i actually paid for the truck itself, because I think nobody actually wanted it. But before the news break, we were talking about whether or not these automated traffic cameras were a great thing. And I say, no, it's not. They are not a great thing. Here's why. If I want to defeat it, I simply take the plates off my car. You got too many cars driving around with no plates. Right? Second, you can't read a VIN from me driving through the light. You can, you can have the make and model of the car, but that's about it. But then somebody said, hey, it's like everything else. They'll take a picture of you, and because it's a high-speed camera, they can take a picture of your face. And I said, yep, a baseball cap, sunglasses, and a mask. You know the kind you wear for COVID? Done. Well, we can see it. No, you can't see my eyes either. So I got sunglasses on, a ball cap, and a mask. That means you can't make out my face. There's no facial recognition. And because there's no facial recognition, you'll have no idea who I am. The problem is that's how people are driving around now. That they actually put tint on their windshield, which is kind of weird to me. And now they just drive around with reckless abandon. The only way you're going to get them is to have more cops. I know that's an issue with some people, but that's what you're going to have to do. And when you pick those people, you know, those drivers and you pull them over, what if they get in a chase? What if they get in a, I really don't know how you can do it except to regulate the speed of a car. 
Maybe we need one of those push button things so that if you see the car, you can just push the button, you know, like the fire department has when you're going and you hit a red light and they can click it and it'll change the red light. You can go through and it'll, it'll change the red light to green. Is there a way to stop? Yeah, but that might cause a crash. I think what we might have to do is actually go into the schools, teach kids who are getting driver's licenses to not do it. Otherwise, I got a, I got a great idea, but I'll tell you after the break. I, I got a great idea because everybody has one, and it's a way to find out who's driving, where they're driving, the only issue we'll have is in order for us to do it, for in order for it to work, you'll have to give up some of your civil rights. This is The Truth on WTMJ. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ, 855-616-1620. See, I can't even remember what I said I was going to talk about. I had so many things rolling through my um, very, very thin brain. (laughs) So, anyway. um, But, yeah, we, we were talking about the cameras. We were talking about how you can defeat it. Oh, I remember what it was. This will be rather simple. If you want to drive a car, and I'm going to give this one out for free because we already have the technology. If you want to drive a car, you have to download the Wisconsin DOT app, Department of Transportation, that tracks where you go. So if you run through a light, I should be able to look and see who was there at that time. And, of course, the law would have to limit it so you can only access um, phones that were there, right? I mean, we triangulate everything else, and they can track you because everybody has a phone. But I say let's do one better. Let's put something in your car and then not tell anybody where it is and have it randomized, right? It could be in your car door handle, it could be in your trunk, it could be in your tail light, headlight, blink. It can be somewhere in your car where you'd have to be able to find it and rip it out. The cool thing about it is we would then know that you ripped it out of your car and then, you know, you'll get a bill or something that makes you something that can track your car. But would that violate your civil rights? Would that make you feel unsafe. We give it to social media every single day. All those apps on your phone are tracking where you search, where you look, everything you do on TikTok, Snapchat, WhatsApp, Facebook, Twitter, I'm sorry, X, um, LinkedIn, like all of it. So Instagram, you're already giving it away. You're giving it away for free. And that's what we really need. We need some kind of consortium where I can join 
And if you use my information, you got to pay me like a penny every time you use it or a nickel or something like that. Because companies are billion-dollar companies by selling your information, putting ads in that you pay for. And no one has done anything, and they've gone to the federal government, and they're protected. Like right now, if, if your kid sees something online and they do something and uses one of those TikTok idiot games and ends up killing themselves, you can't sue the social media company. That's, that doesn't make any sense to me. But as they say, <clears throat> it is what it is. And there's nothing you can do. We've got the technology. We've got the technology for electric cars to make them what we want. What it'll do is wipe out the energy sector as we know it. Well, let let me rephrase that. It'll wipe out the petroleum industry. But when it comes to, say, something like a company like a We Energies, who can use coal to generate electricity, that might work. You know what I mean? That might, that, that, you know. Now, I don't understand why we don't just, we don't just go to nuclear. I don't understand why. I don't understand why we don't just go to nuclear and be done. It's the safest thing in the world. People point to Three Mile Island, but that wasn't a meltdown. And then, and actually that's a place where it actually worked. And then you point to Chernobyl where they just, they had fake security things where they never really finished filling it. So you could push a button to shut down something and it didn't work because it wasn't connected to anything. But when the plant inspection people came in, they saw it and they only used the ones that worked. And then that was it. So there, there are a lot of negative things that are going on with that. But at some point, we have to figure out a way to track people in their car. So when they commit a crime, you got it. Now, that means you're going to have to give up some rights. And I'm going to be talking about that a little later in the show as we talk about gun rights and that, too. But we've got to do something. You have to be willing to give up some of your rights in order to be safe. One of them, you might have to. Have the government track your phone, which which they from what from what I understand with um, Eric Snowden and everybody, they can already do that anyway. They already listen to your phone calls. They already do all those things. So I just don't understand why we don't just take it one step further. Right. Take it one step further and just track you. And be done. I don't know. You tell me eight, five, five, six, one, six, one, six, twenty. Welcome back to The Truth on WTMJ. You're listening to The Truth on TMJ, 855-616-1620. So I'm sitting here watching the All-Star game and people are just running up the score. They're just running up the score. I don't even know who, like, who's won more, East or West, or does anybody care? Anyway, eight five five six one six one six twenty. So I'm 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 debating whether or not I want to wait till after the eight o'clock news because 
Uh, we just had an interesting call where someone called and had a question about something. But I also thought that it was pretty interesting because the person was upset about, well, no, they asked the question, how do they explain to their child that they saw two men kissing in a commercial? And I don't know, you took the call, Evan. So what what, what exactly was that about? Apparently, um, the TV station aired a commercial, which I don't have the station on in here, so I don't know what commercial it was. And he wanted to talk to somebody about the commercials they were running, and I just had to explain to him that we're a radio station. We're not the TV station. And he just thankfully thanked me uh, and hung up, but a little angry when he called. So... Do you think he did it because he was upset about the fact that it was two men on TV kissing and he had to explain it to his child or he or is he abdicating his role as a parent and doesn't know the words to explain to a child that in today's world, these are some things that you may see. I wonder how old the child was and if the child was old enough to understand seeing two men kissing, then the child should be old enough to explain it to them. And however way you feel is correct and whatever your um, beliefs, opinion, perspective are. But who knows where the commercial came from? Did it come from local? Did it, was it a regional commercial? Was it a national commercial? Like what, and, what was the, and what was the context? Um, again, we live in a polarized Society. So what you believe or don't believe, there's always a group of people that will come out and say, hey, I don't I disagree. And I think that's OK. You know, I, I think it, it would make for good conversation. I don't I don't. <sighs> something my mother taught me. God rest her soul. The, something my mother taught me. When I was growing up. About. um teaching your kids about sex, right? Some people, oh my God, you can't say the word. You can't use body parts. You can't do this. You can't do that. But in the end, my mother gave me some advice that I literally stuck with my entire life. If a child is old enough to ask you about it, a child is old enough to know about it. So if your child had said something to you. In other words, is the parent panicking because the child saw it or did the child say something about it? Or did you not want the child to think it's normal, not normal, okay, not okay, whatever your choice is. Is is that what you were upset about? Or did your child ask you about it and you just don't know how to respond? I think that in the end, if your child now, if the child doesn't say anything, ask them. Hey, do you do you have any questions about what you just saw? This is what mommy and daddy are. You know, this is what we believe. This is what we want you to understand and know. And that's it. Full stop. But if the child says, "Hey, what is that? Why are those two men? I saw you and mommy kissing, and those two men were kissing like you and mommy." I say, explain it. 
and give your point of view. Give your, I agree, I disagree, here's why. Make it so the child can understand. But also make the child understand that what if he turned on the TV and saw two black people for the first time and went, what are those? Or two Hispanic people. Or two, or, or two, two short people. Right? I mean, where, where does it, where do you balance that with just good, a good, I don't want to use the word wholesome, but wholesome conversation about this is what life is today. This is what some people do. We agree, disagree, think this, think that, and that's it. Because I think everyone's afraid to, well, everyone's afraid to speak their mind because someone may disagree. But I, 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 I was never raised to, to think if you disagree with me, you should lose your job or be fired. Or there should be a complaint against you because you said something I didn't like. But that's the generation we have now. If something is, is offensive or offends someone, instead of saying, hey, Evan, I didn't like what you said, and here's why. Can we talk about it? I sneak around Evan's back. Hey, HR, yeah. He said this, and I didn't like it, and he shouldn't be talking about that. So let's shut him up instead of me just having to accept what someone else says.